Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The Synod on Synodality has officially launched in Vatican City. The theme, Journeying Together. Francis has some words that reveal what it is he wants to do to the Church, and it's nothing short of the building of the ape of the Church of Catholic Prophecy. So let's go over some of the things said at the opening of this de facto Third Vatican Council, as well as some of the strange things seen in the vicinity of the council itself, because they're about to sing a new church into being, on eagle's wings, and all are welcome. So let's get into this. But first, I wanted to thank the patrons of this channel for their continued support, especially in these increasingly weird times. It really does enable the work of this channel to continue and to grow. If you want to join the supporters of this channel, you can do so through Patreon or Subscribestar for as little as a dollar a month or through the old-fashioned mail or subscribe star for a single one-time donation. It really does help this channel keep going. And please support the other content creators you like as well. Supporters of this channel get early access to weekend videos, plus access to a patron-only Discord server that I am frequently in, plus the occasional exclusive video or podcast episode. Thanks for the support, and back to the news. Francis opened the Synod on Synodality with the following remark, quote, we must not create another church. We must make this church different. This is the challenge for a different church open to new elements. Let us invoke the Holy Spirit. Let us listen to him walking together. End quote. Sounds like the project of building the ape of the church to me, which comes from approved Catholic prophecy, where Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich and others saw scoundrels building a false edifice over the church and behind it tearing the old down, building an ape or mimic of the church that the world would believe was the Catholic church but wasn't. And it gets worse. Quote, Things have always been done this way and is a bane in the life of the church. The people who do this make the mistake of not taking seriously the zeitgeist, which risks adopting the old solutions for new problems. End quote. Another dig at the meanie poo poo headed trads in that statement. But let's zero in on something taking seriously the zeitgeist. We hear people use the word zeitgeist all the time, but what does it actually mean? The Encyclopedia Britannica defines it in this way, quote, Each art form, a particular zeitgeist, spirit of the time, finds expression, and the necessary transition from one art form to its successor is part of a larger historical transformation in which all civilization is engaged, end quote. That's a fancy way of saying the spirit of the age and that how we think and what we think and what we believe must be fluid with the spirit of the age, that the calendar and the world together determine what we believe. So Francis is saying that we must take the spirit of the age seriously. Quite amazing, really. But let's get a closer look at the statement from Francis the Great Reformer. This comes from Matt Gaspers of Catholic Family News, and they have a YouTube channel where Mr. Gaspers and his co-host, Professor Brian McCall, go over the news of the week in the church. Mr. Gaspers provides us with this. It actually makes this all the worse. Quote, This morning in Rome, Pontifex presided over a moment of reflection in preparation for the official opening of the Synodal Journey tomorrow. The Synod, said Francis, presents a great opportunity for a pastoral conversion in terms of mission and ecumenism. However, said Pontifex, the Synod is not exempt from certain risks, including formalism, intellectualism, and complacency. Invoking the Holy Spirit, Francis prayed, Keep us from becoming a museum church, beautiful but mute, with much past and little future. Francis also quoted Father Yves Congar, below with a young Father Ratzinger, 
an ultra-modernist Dominican Peritus, theological expert at Vatican II, who once said, There is no need to create another church, but to create a different church. End quote. If you would like to read the Vatican's official reporting on this, I have the press release from the Holy See linked over at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with a .org at the end. Skip past the Patreon pop unless you want to become a patron, since there is no paywall for my show notes. Mr. Gaspers gave us the essence of what Francis said, the important parts. Even America Magazine, the home of Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, zeroed in on the changing the church theme. I guess we disregard what our blessed Lord said about him being the same yesterday, today, and forever, I guess. But what is this change going to entail? Last week I reported on the bishops of Germany functionally apostatizing as they approved even exploring formally whether the priesthood is required in the church anymore, and if the Catholic priesthood should be abolished. I mean, that proposition should have been laughed out of the room. Seriously, they're even giving the topic light of day. But remember, traditional Catholics are the problem, apparently. But Francis, in all charity may have some different ideas than the bishops of Germany do, despite him approving the German Sonata way rather explicitly. Francis's Twitter account is a treasure trove of bizarre but otherwise ambiguous statements. I doubt he does the tweeting himself in all sincerity, but he certainly approves what is said there. Nothing will be said publicly in his name without his approval. And here Francis said this, quote, We are about to begin a synodal process towards a synodal church, communion, participation, mission. This process was conceived as an exercise in mutual listening, involving the entire people of God. End quote. Mutual listening. This reminds me of some of the stuff I had to do in grad school when I decided it would be a good idea for some reason to get involved with student leadership, which was probably a major driver for me abandoning all hope that people can solve any problem of any kind without the help of God and his church. But Francis's language is frankly right out of college leadership training. Most people went on to do the work of the Leviathan after they graduated and have used those weird ideas in the real world to interesting effects that we see playing out now. But Francis has more to say here. And pay attention to the hashtag he assigns to this. I honestly thought hashtags were something most of the social media world stopped using already. Maybe this is another area where the church or the new advent is stuck in a moment in time in the past instead of being timeless. Quote, Dear brothers and sisters, may this synod be a true season of the Spirit, for we need the Spirit, the ever-new breath of God, who sets us free from every form of self-absorption, revives what is moribund, loosens shackles, and spreads joy. Hashtag listening church. And the synod offers us the opportunity to become a church of closeness that does not stand aloof from life, but immerses herself in today's problems and needs, bandaging wounds and healing broken hearts with the balm of God. Hashtag listening church. And the Synod offers us the opportunity to become a listening church, to break out of our routine and pause from our pastoral concerns in order to stop and listen. Hashtag listening church. And let us experience this moment of encounter, listening and reflection as a season of grace that offers us the opportunity of becoming a synodal church, an open square where all can feel at home and participate. Hashtag Synod. Hashtag listening church. <laughs> End quote. Ah, uh, yes, the listening church. I've said long enough that the aim of the ape of the church is to institute a rule of the church and rule of faith guided entirely by the laity, not by the magisterium, not by the deposit of the faith or sacred tradition, and certainly not by sacred scripture, but by the laity. This is just more values of the world brought in, which brings us back to Germany because the desire to abolish the Catholic priesthood, and by extension the episcopacy, and even the papacy, comes from the people 
who want to scrap Catholic morality for whatever the world is demanding at any given time. This entire synodal process will involve the dioceses and, yes, even local parishes, having synodal meetings at the local level where the laity will make their demands and concerns made known. And you and I should participate because this is the one time that we can hope that a bishop will be required to listen to us as we remind them that everything the church needs is contained in the deposit of the faith, and that public revelation came to a close with the death of, the, of St. John the Apostle, and that our Lord said anyone coming forward with a new gospel preached a false gospel. Remember that and do it with respect, and also remind them that if we want to fix the problems in the church today, we need to become saints. It's a novel concept. Everything we need in life is contained in the deposit of the faith, and the church will preserve it. The ape of the church, on the other hand, will be defeated eventually. But there is a theme here that we can touch on as we draw to a close. Francis speaks of changing the church. What is this change going to look like? Well, this odd-looking piece of art is called the New Pieta. The Pieta is classically an image of Our Lady holding the body of her son after his passion, after he had been removed from the cross. You've seen the real image in variations of it many, many, many times. But this is, well, a little different. Our Lady has been replaced by that same Mr. Clean-looking man that I featured a couple of weeks ago in another video, as noted by one Twitter user and listener who showed this to me, but also notice that he is holding a man in his arms. What the cause of his ending was is a mystery to me, but let me know in the comments if you do find out what it's about. But there's a certain Pastor Jimmy Martin vibe to this whole thing, and judging from the backdrop, we can see that it was placed in a cathedral church of some kind. But it's clear that Francis is most interested here in changing the church fundamentally, in ways that will leave it unrecognizable to those who came before. Again, from his opening remarks to the Synod, let's revisit his little prayer here. Quote, Come, Holy Spirit, you who create new languages, preserve us from becoming a museum church, beautiful but quiet, with a great past but little future. End quote. Just more dunking on the meanie-headed trads. It's also tiresome. Many of us have said that this is going to be a de facto Third Vatican Council. Mr. Gaspers again really gives us some circumstantial evidence that points to this that most of us would have missed. There's a rather interesting little tie to the past here. So I recommend you check out the quality work being done over at the Catholic Family News YouTube channel. But Mr. Gaspers has another thread he put up on Twitter putting all this together. Quote, Interesting. The first work of the Synod next week Monday, happens to be the 59th anniversary of the opening of Vatican II, October 11th, 1962, earlier this week. Coincidence? Hashtag St. Gallen's Synod. Based on the preparatory document in Vatimecum, the handbook, plus Pontifex's comments, the Synod on Synodality is shaping up to be hashtag Vatican III, or Ramus. End quote. The timing here is key. The Second Vatican Pastoral and Non-Binding on the Faithful Council <laughs> launched 59 years ago yesterday, on October 11th. That's critical. The Vatimecum, or guiding document, posits several questions, but the pertinent one for the Synod participants is this, quote, How does this journeying together which takes place today on a different level, from the local level to the universal one, allow the Church to proclaim the gospel in accordance with the mission entrusted to her? And what steps does the Spirit invite us to take in order to grow as a synodal church? End quote. As I said in my modernism video, when you see the reference to the Spirit, they almost never say the Holy Spirit. It makes you wonder if they're referencing the Holy Spirit. But the journeying together part here is key. This, along with the language used throughout the document, clearly is meant to, again, put the church in the hands of the laity and have the church guided rather explicitly by those who are not members of the church. And think about that. Once upon a time, the church took as its central mission the spreading of the gospel to those not in the church, bringing more of the sheep into the fold of the shepherd, all because the highest value of the church was the salvation of souls. 
all other things were subordinate in the church that one supreme end. Now, it's making people feel heard and helping build utopia. <laughs> what a time to be alive. So that all having been said, will you go and participate in your local synod of synods on synodality or whatever they're calling this thing? It's not just a meeting about a meeting, that's for sure. Let me know in the comments, please. And as always, thanks to the patrons and channel members for making this work possible. It is appreciated. As always, please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.